This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome. It is Thanksgiving Eve, Christmas holiday season Eve, here on WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. If you'd like to be part of today's program, all you have to do, dial 800-848-9222, 848-WABC. Tomorrow's going to be the day you can watch the Dallas Cowboys play some, I forgot, some team. And then uh, the Detroit people play on that day, too. Kevin has uh, got his, uh, his, his some team jersey on. Oh, don't get me started. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. And uh, the rest of you, I mean, and there's some stuff going on at the World Cup. I've been reading stories today. People think it's rigged. People think, uh, I mean, how about that? I mean, are they like soccer deniers? Is that what do we call <laughs> what, what do we, what do we have, call them? I have no idea. <laughs> Kevin, what is going on here? Are there World Cup deniers here? What? Japan is like beating the snot out of Germany and they won't let anybody drink. So they're, they're all seeing. Yeah, no beer. Soccer for what it really is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And right before the show, um, I got a lesson in snatch cock. Um, I think it's called spatch cocking. Spatch cocking, which I never heard of the term before. So that may require, if we have time, a cooking it lesson. Sound ridiculous. It's the truth. These things I never heard of. This thing, the snatch cocking, um, spatch cocking. So it's it's a thing, and people do it with turkeys, and people do it with other things. I'm a vegetarian, so and I've been a vegetarian since I was a teenager. So, of course, these things are beyond me, but I saw this video with this guy snatch-cocking, um, spatch-cocking, and, and it was like, so I'm going to ask Scott if we have time to explain it, but there is serious news out here that we have to get into, and... Um, it saddens me to do that because I'd wish I, I wish we could just have fun. But no, we can't because once again there's been in America one of these horrible, horrible, horrible and I mean how many times do we say this? How many times a year? Once again we have a horrific incident. Once again we have a and I dare not say that my thoughts and prayers go with the families of those and the and the friends of those affected because of course if you say anything about hearts and praying that makes you a target for the left. And we have news from Colorado. 
the alleged Colorado shooter, Anderson Lee Orwich. Now, you know, for the last, ever since this thing happened out there at the gay club, the mainstream press, the left, the TV journalists, they have been spewing nothing but anger and hatred at Republicans and blaming Republicans for the actions of this shooter. And then today happened. And uh, between last night and today, we found out that the person accused of massacring five people at a Colorado Springs LGBTQ nightclub identifies as a non-binary person. His lawyer says that he wants to, his name is Anderson Ulrich, but he would prefer, he uses the they, them, she thing, uh, pronoun things, and he wants to be known as Mix, Mix and Mix Anderson, which is neither male or female. Now, Kev, I think you have Allison Camerata from CNN. And this is the way, listen to this from Allison Camerata. Once the news broke that this person, this alleged shooter, identifies as non-binary. Go ahead. So attorneys for the accused shooter, Anderson Lee Aldrich, say in new court filings tonight that the suspect now identifies as non-binary. In a footnote mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to a motion asserting legal privileges, the public defenders say, quote, Anderson Aldrich is non-binary. They use they, them pronouns, and for the purposes of all formal filings, will be addressed as Mix Aldrich. So, in other words, not Mr. or Ms. Joining me now, CNN political commentator Errol Lewis, also back in the Al Franken and Joe Walsh. I don't know what to say about Al that. Franken. I mean, that's not anything that we, we had emerges. heard from his background. You know, people have been looking into his background and uh, I don't know if anybody here, are you guys lawyers? I no. mean, you know, I don't know if, the, I, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, that, that's what he's now saying. It, it sounds like they're trying to prepare a defense against a hate crimes charge. That's the least of his problems, legally speaking. But it looks like they're trying to build some kind of sympathy or at least confusion on the question of whether or not this was purely motivated by hate. Such a, I mean, that is what it sounds like. We'll wait to see. I, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, he's... He's not, he's not, wait a minute, that means uh, he's not a right-wing uh, MAGA extremist like we've been saying all week, that this is not, right. just today there was a disgraceful, ladies and gentlemen, a disgraceful, and I mean disgraceful, editorial from the Denver Post editorial board. We're looking at you, Lauren Boebert, stop the intolerance. So... This guy who's non-binary, apparently, or identifies as non-binary, is accused of going in there, killing a bunch of people, wounding a bunch of others. And in Colorado and on liberal mainstream press, they've been trying to blame Congresswoman Lauren Boebert. Others have been trying to blame, like this woman from PMS NBC, went after and said it starts with people like, it starts with small chatter. It goes up to Lauren Boebert, and it gets up to Tucker Carlson and all that stuff. Anybody that they can pick, they pick. We are weary of writing versions of the same editorial over and over again. 
then stop writing them if you're so weary. Says the Denver Post editorial board, thoughts and prayers do not end gun violence. Words matter. Hateful, intolerant speech has no place in public discourse, and then maybe you ought to stop printing and go out of business. But here we are again, again, grieving the loss of young lives and aching for families that must bury their children. And I don't know of any one person in this country that I've talked to that doesn't feel the same way. Again, we ponder where he got his killing machines, their guns, whether he got them legally and what could have stopped them. You know, there are harsh gun laws in in only states. They do have laws, and by the way, this may come as a total shock to the people on the Denver Post editorial board. There's also a law against murder. There's a law against what happened here. There are many laws against it. And then they went after Lauren Boebert. Here's what they said about Lauren Lauren Boebert. The news out of Colorado Springs is absolutely awful. She said, she tweeted out, this morning the victims and their families are in my prayers. This lawless violence needs to end and end quickly. That's what she said. What's wrong with her saying that? Nothing. But the Denver Post took it with it. They say this is the same person who has previously offered up these gems. Take your children to church, not drag bars. And we went from reading Rainbow to Randy Rainbow in a few decades. But don't dare say the left is grooming our kids. Bobert was rightly excoriated for her role in elevating hateful speech against the LGBT community. Now, to them, this is hate speech. And I'm sorry, this is not hate speech. This is a position on a social issue. The left has decided that part of their indoctrination of young American children is to introduce them to drag in schools. This is what they set out to do. So if you oppose them, anything they do is fine. If they want to bring half-naked men in, in some cases, who are displaying their merchandise while they're dressed as women, you're just supposed to shut up and take it. You're not supposed to say, oh, this is wrong. I don't think children should be exposed to this. Because if you actually voice opposition, then these people, like these people at the at the Denver Post, will accuse you of fomenting hatred. There is nothing hateful about opposing this. There is nothing hateful about talking about the way children are in certain circumstances being groomed for sexual preferences that they may not be aware of at early ages. There was nothing wrong with what Florida did to say, hey, leave that to the parents. But no, if you have a contrasting view, then other than this let it all hang out sexually before every child, regardless of how young they are, then something's wrong with you and you're filled with hate and you're targeting them. Well, we are not targeting you, members of the LGBT community, if we oppose these things. You are targeting us. And all we're doing is pushing back against things that we don't consider appropriate for children. And it's a disagreement that we have. And, yes, do we have a right to disagree with you? Oh, hell yeah, we do. We have a right to disagree with your view of the world. 
And these are not your children. The fact of the matter is, whether you like hearing this or not, that in this world it still takes heterosexuality to make children. little unfortunate reality. And parents do have a right to push up against this stuff. Now, I don't agree with anybody being hateful. And as anybody has said to me on this whole issue of transgenderism, on this, which, is, which is surrounds this whole drag queen business, I understand and recognize that dysphoria is real. That doesn't mean I don't, I don't want, I, don't, I want the school giving drag lessons to my five, six, seven year old in school. It's not appropriate. Leave that discussion to the parents, not to you left wing radicals. And I'm sorry, you people at the Denver Post, you are the hate mongers. You hate the idea that Americans can speak freely about issues and disagree with you, and you just want to shut everybody down that doesn't think like you think? And the answer is no. We are not going to be shut down because you keep accusing us of hate. And you might want to take a step back before you start accusing people of hate every time one of these horrible shootings happen and just wait for the facts to emerge which would be the responsible thing to do. They also have a line in this editorial of theirs where they're pretty much blaming the Christian community. Well, the New York Times did that. This community pressed up against, this is in the, in the, in the Times, this community pressed up against the Rockies was known for years as the Vatican of Evangelicals, a home base for a well-funded, well-organized, conservative, Christian political movement. Like, there's something wrong with that. In this, in NBC, there's another one. As a queer woman who's lived for 12 years in this city, known for its evangelical, Christian, and conservative roots, April Slauson has been the subject of unflattering looks and comments at work. So they're trying to target Christians here and make them the object of their hate. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley. 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-WABC. And we've got a lot to do. We'll get to it. Stay with us. Don't go away. We're coming right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. 
This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Jamia brings us back. I'm so in to you. On WABC Talk Radio 77, there's James Goldman, host nerdy with you here. It's our rush hour. As we head into the Thanksgiving weekend. I heard it. I was in Seattle when I first heard this song. I remember being in Seattle and listening to this song. I was like, wow, I love this. And I think I must have played this song maybe 20 times in a row. It's like, okay, this is a nice song. A fashion house from Spain, and forgive me if I get the name of it, if I don't pronounce it properly, it's Balenciaga, Balenciaga, I guess, is the name of it. And it, thank you. Again, one more time, please. Balenciaga. Balenciaga. Correct. Thank you. Balenciaga. Okay. Do you, have you shopped the Balenciaga, Kev? Do you know anybody that actually shops Balenciaga? Uh, personally, no, but I mean, I do recognize that as a kind of upper echelon, you know, uh, in the upper echelon kind yeah, of category. You, so, you know, you know, shops there, it's just like they, they provide a lot of this stuff for, uh, like the, the likes of, uh, Nicole Kidman and Kim Kardashian and so forth and so on. So you're absolutely right. It's like uh, considered an upscale fashion joint. Anyway, are you aware of this controversy that they found themselves in recently? Have you heard about this? I am not, no. Okay. Well, they've apologized for a photo shoot with a child, and I mean a child, a young child, holding a teddy bear dressed in BDSM, best uh, dressed in a BDSM outfit. Now, you do know what BDSM is, I take it. That's the bondage stuff, this, this, the, the sadomasochism stuff. So someone did a, this guy, they're blaming it now on their uh, photographer for this photo shoot. Italian photographer Gabriele Gallimanberti. And they say they're going to sue this guy. 
but they've apologized. They also, bizarrely, a Twitter user found that one of the photos in the shoot contained an excerpt from the 2008 U.S. Supreme Court opinion in the United States versus Williams case, which upheld part of a federal child pornography law. So here you have a photo, a fashion house photographer taking pictures of a kid holding a teddy bear in a BDSM outfit, and in this thing is, yeah, is some pornography references to a pornography case. My nursing nurse just texted me, "Hey, child trafficking. Mm-hmm, something's going on here." And they're apologizing. They got caught with this. They say, we sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign may have caused. Our plush bear bags should not have been featured with children in this campaign. We have immediately removed the campaign from all platforms. We apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. We take this matter very seriously, and we're taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set and including unapproved items for our Spring 23 campaign photo shoot. We strongly condemn abuse of children in any form. We stand for children's safety and well-being. Now, what do we just hear from those folks over at the Denver Post? If you, like Congresswoman Boebert, complain about grooming, if you complain about these drag shows that children are being dragged into by parents, then they say you are guilty of hate speech and you are targeting the LGBT community. Well, no, we that protest these sort of things are not targeting the LGBT community at all. I don't have any hatred in my heart at all for members of the LGBT community. I'm going to say it again. I have no hatred in my heart for anybody in the LGBT community. You are children of God. We are all children of God. That doesn't give you the right to try to influence children with your own sexual ideology. And we have every right to stand up and say, no, this isn't appropriate. And you people at the Denver Post, you are the ones spreading hate and intolerance. This is the discussion that society should have. And you want to shut down people, and you want to call people hateful. You want to, you want to shame people for actually trying to protect their own children. You are the ones that are shameful. And nobody in their right mind supports the violence that happened in Colorado or what happened at Walmart. And we don't know what the motive was that happened in Walmart. This manager went out and killed seven people. We are all sick of it. We are all sick of this violence. We're all sick of this killing. We're all sick of this endless killing, these mass killings. They are signs of depraved people that do these things. And these people should be held to account. 
and I'm not talking about what slaps on the wrist, and I'm certainly not in some of these cases talking about with life sentences where they're granted parole after a period of time either. You have people, what is, what is the, why did this photographer choose to do this? Put a child there holding up a, a, a teddy bear dressed up in a BDSM outfit. Why? You say that people that talk about grooming are out of their minds, they're hateful, they're evil, they're targeting the LGBT. What was he trying to do with this? No, we are in a battle. And some people in this battle apparently don't have a moral compass at all. James Golden, a.k.a. Snerly, we're coming back. Your calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We are coming back right after this. Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. James Golden, most nerdy with you here on 77 WABC. For those of you unfamiliar with this, and that would include you, Curtis, this is Tuck and Patty. Hmm. I know it's Love Warriors. I know you're trying to do your best to be like Frankie Crocker, the Quiet Storm at WBLS years ago, or Vaughn Harper. Uh, that wasn't Frankie. The Quiet Storm was Vaughn Harper. Yeah, yeah I know, but you, you know, you know Vaughn Harper. Straight, you know Frankie Crocker. I, I, I knew them. Uh, you, you're just, yeah, you're yeah, JV. You you're JV. Yeah. You're working. You're, mm. you're making your bones. Don't yeah, worry about okay. it. Mm. <laughs> but, Curtis, just, just quiet for a minute and let's listen to this beautiful message. My path is clear. I'll take your hand. Walk to the promised land. I won't give up. My path is clear. I'll take your hand. Walk to the promised land. We have to be love warriors. That is Tuck and Patty. And we have Curtis in here. Curtis, you, 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 Curtis. When are we gonna do our, when are we gonna do this, Curtis? You said, and I agree, well, I said, and you agreed, that we were gonna start putting up playlists so that we can, you know, <clears throat> have the audience, the large and growing audience here at WABC, compare and see whose playlist they like best each week. And we'll keep track. I like are it. You, I like it. Yeah, are you gonna are you ready to do this thing, Curtis? How about we start with your ten best versus my ten best? I like that. This way, you know, it's not like FanDuel where you bet on it. You know, it's just simply you listen and you just say, Oh no, James got him on this one, but oh no, Curtis got him on this one. I like that. I like that. You do I have to say, in all fairness, you do come up with some things once in a while that I haven't heard before, and I'm like, Whoa, that's nice. 
Well, and then I have you also a, come up with your fair percentage of stuff that I never wanted to hear again. Well, I have uh, news for you. I'm going to pimp your ride and Rich Radabali's ride uh, from 5 to 6 Saturday morning, right before you come on from 7 to 10. I'm doing a disco hour to beat you guys to the punch. Are you serious? Yep. Yep. There's no way that Rich Radabali is going to out-disco the disco king, Curtis Sliwa. Curtis, who knew? I mean, did you ever DJ in your life? Not only that, I got double hernias carrying around the milk crates with all the vinyl, with my <laughs> with my platform my platform shoes, my bell bottom uh, pants, and my polyester waffle weave flame retardant shirt. Why? I hate to tell you this, Curtis. I had platform shoes. I had bell bottom pants. I had the polyester shirt back in the day, too. How, cra- how crazy was that? Polyester, you're sweating, you're schwitzing. You know, it should have been cotton, right, to absorb it. But, no, it's polyester. So you're dancing on the dance floor. You're doing you're doing the, the Patty Duke. You're doing the bump. You're doing the bus stop. And, of course, you're doing the hustle. And your schwitz is flying all over the dance floor. How unfair to everybody else. I mean, can you imagine what Anthony Fauci would say about that? <laughs> <laughs> Please wear a mask. <laughs> Curtis, I got to ask you this before you leave in all seriousness. Yes. Um after the election, now Adams is out, Mayor Adams is out saying that oh, I got to cut the budget, you know, my job is to protect the city. I just every day, every single day that goes by, we have this mass shooting over in Springfield Gardens. We still have the Asian people being harassed and 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 attacked on the subways. We still have people from every walk of life in New York that are facing these freaking criminal thugs. There are gangs of criminal thugs now that are robbing gas stations. They and and the police know it. These are the same gangs that are doing it over and over. And more of these gangs are springing up. Well, you you, you the... said it. You said it so perfectly yesterday when Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb was blaming it all on white supremacists. Remember, and you yeah. said those three kids, those three thugs and thugettes on the shuttle train between Times Square and Grand Central that were harassing and pushing and shoving and hitting that Asian uh, victim, they were black. Most of yeah. the, most of these uh, predators are black. You saw the guy who broke the glass at the gay bar four times. He said, I'm gay. I just had a beef with somebody inside. And it's sort of like, excuse me. And then, remember, with the incident that occurred Friday where they arrested the white loony kazuni from Long Island, the um, white supremacist, his partner was a Jewish guy. And they claimed it was an anti-Semitic act. And I'm saying, can Jews be anti-Semitic, too? How about it's just regular crime, right? Let's not Thank differentiate you. it. It's regular crime. Arrest them and make them do the time. But they don't arrest them and make them do the time. They arrest them, and then they let these thugs, these criminals, these rapists, these murderers, these villains, they let them right back on the streets again so that they can continue. Look, Curtis, what is the job of a criminal? The job of a criminal is to commit crimes. And so they catch them doing their job, and then they let them right back on the street to do more of their job. This makes absolutely no sense. Well, you got to understand, our mayor is involved now in mama drama on the front pages of today's New York Post. Friends with favors. 
If you happen to be a female friend of Eric Adams, boy, you get quite the favor. You become a deputy commissioner of the uh, New York City Police Department at $241,000 a year after you supervise 911 operators at the premium in your career was $50,000. He shacked up with her for four years. That's fine. Then they went their separate ways. But I guess if you're a friend with benefits... You do quite well in the Adams administration. Christmas comes early, my friend. Christmas comes early. Man, he's got a lot of mama drama. There's like three others out there. I mean, I, I can't I can't even keep count. But then again, I'm not one to talk. I mean, how many ex-wives have I had? And then, Oh, we can't count. Right. I, I, mean, I should be the last one right, to comment on that. <laughs> do you know how to spat cockatrud? Uh, what do you call it? Scott. What is it? Oh. Scott. Curtis, I gotta ask you: Have you ever, have you ever snatched? Spa- <laughs> have you ever snatched? You can't cock? say that. Spatchcock. Okay. Spatchcock. Have, have you ever spatchcocked a bird, Curtis? What the hell is that? That's, that that sounds right. like psychosexual. What? Is, <laughs> what are you, man? A freak? No. No. I, look, I'm a vegetarian. That's what I am. I don't even deal with this stuff. Oh. You, you carnivores do this. Oh, so- apparently Scott was in. Scott was was going through these videos, and I'm hearing all this stuff about spat cocking something, and I'm like, "What the hell's going on here?" <laughs> it's breaking the turkey's back off of the turkey before you grill it, because apparently it makes it cook better on the grill. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, let's ask yeah. uh, our Hispanics out there who have the panil, the panil. Oh, going to make this racial now. That's right. They would rather have the chuleta with con arroz habichuelas, right? What the that, hell is that? Kevin Perez. That, yeah, I can, him. I can, I can concur. Yes, that is, uh, yeah, that is hundred. Yeah, pernil, pernil, pernil. Yeah, so what roasted, is that? That's what that's what sends them to early graves. It's roasted pork. Oh, they got to give it up. They need to get, eat tofu turkeys like our own Bo Snurley does. A tofu <laughs> turkey. You know, man, ain't nothing wrong. You know, man, ain't nothing wrong with tofu. Exactly. Well, my wife, you know, my wife is like you, a vegetarian, now bordering on vegan, and she's trying to lure me over to that side. And you know, the more I see those films about what we do to God's living creatures, I have a feeling I'll be joining you right after the beginning of the year. I'm not eating. I'm not eating that meat, fowl, fish any longer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Seriously, well, you blew my mind today. Thank you. We got it. Thank you, Curtis. Happy Thanksgiving. Very good. And enjoy your con arroz habichuelas with a chuleta on top, Kevin Perez. <laughs> you know I will. You know I will. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, we're coming back and, and spat cocking or whatever that thing. Uh, while you're doing that at home, just keep the radio on here at WABC. We'll be right back. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. The MCs should call me Zion. 
This is some rich round of ballet throwing it back at Curtis. Says, bring it. Bring it, Curtis. Yeah, we're going to throw down with some music. James Golden, Bo Snerly, Curtis Lee, what Rich Rod about. We're all going to do this. Let's head to the telephones here on WABC. It is Thanksgiving Eve. We're having some fun in spite of all the serious and ugly and horrifying news out there. Also time to smile. Margaret in Westchester. How are you, Margaret? Oh, hi, Bo. Um, I've been thinking about what you said about with the kids being uh, photographed. Um, uh, in Italy and everything. Um, and I'm just wondering, I'm thinking that the gay community might be being used. Um, I'm remembering a book in the late seventies, early eighties call about young boys, prostituting young boys. It was called for money or love. And at that time there was a, um, an organization, NAMBLA. Oh yeah. I remember them. That was the national North American men and boy love association about them anymore yeah and i don't think from what i've learned i don't think gay people i think they they might be attracted to people of their own sex but i don't think they're attracted to kids most not of course not most of them aren't and that's why they resent very strongly all the accusations that if you're gay you're a pedophile because most most of them of course they're not right but most and and i think they're being used i think i think they're being used yeah, well, they oh. could be. There's that. that there's I'm that possibility. Possible. But I'm going to yeah. tell you something. This business of grooming children is a reality, okay? And we see this happening in schools. And people that speak out against it now have to face the wrath of liberals in the press. And I'm sorry, people are not going to shut up about this. These are people's children that you're toying with. You don't toy with the children. And these right. grooming, like this photographer did, having this little five, four-year-old child holding up a teddy bear in this with this sadomasochism dress, this stuff is perverted. It's sick. It's perverse. It it's evil. And no one wants to see this stuff. And, yeah, people are going to continue to speak out about it. And if the, the, the writers over at the uh, Denver Post want to keep calling us hateful for trying to protect the children, that's their right. But we're going to keep pushing back against this because this stuff is perverted, it's sick, and we cannot let it stand. Not in a healthy society. It will not and cannot stand. Margaret, thank you for the call. I do appreciate it so very much. Happy Thanksgiving, Margaret. And to you, too. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Pete in New Jersey, you're up next on WABC Talk Radio 77. Joe, uh, Bo, you are so right that it is evil. In Palms 8-2, God ordained strength out of the mouth of babes and sucklings. It is the Catholic Church's responsibility to protect these children. I, I hear that you're upset about this, and I can only imagine the reasons why. And let me just say this. It is more than the church. This is for people, even whether you have a religious affiliation or not. It is the right thing to do is to protect. A society must protect its children. And that goes for people that believe. It goes for people that don't believe. We have to protect the children in this society against what this agenda is trying to do. And, yes, there are people. I have people that tell me all the time about the, look, this is big on Telegram. It's big on some of the other sites. People are tracking these child traffickers. And do they exist? Yes. 
And by the way, this is why it's so concerning when you have all of these undocumented children without parents crossing over into the border, and we don't know what happens to these children. There's a lot to this, folks. And we're only at the tip of the iceberg in trying to figure out what all is to it and what is behind some of this stuff. There was also a note, by the way, that Madonna... And, you know, I'm a Madonna fan. I think she works very, very hard. I don't like some of the things she's been doing recently. It's like a plea for help, uh, this attention. But some of the things that she's been doing. But there's a lot that she's also been promoting that uh, fashion house that we mentioned earlier on Instagram. Now, again, I don't know whether that's true or not, but that's a post that I saw that was sent to me. So we'll we'll look into that, too. Uh, let us go to Rick in Elmwood Park, New Jersey. How are you, Rick? Hey, James. How are you doing? Happy Thanksgiving. This Happy Thanksgiving to you. Child. This is just more child abuse in school, like they've been pushing the global warming scam for 35 years, telling children the world's coming to ground. You know, they have been. And then you, you see Greta and some of the other kids. You see these people in the stop oil, and they all say the same thing that we have stolen their future from them. These kids are walking around with this dystopian view of the world that there is. And first of all, why would you have a dystopian view of the world when you're still, you're not even an adult yet, and you think your life is over, you think the world is over. Why? You think that because there is an absence of God in your life as a child. You have nothing to hope for. You think that this is all just a random collection of, of cells and and planet that just got here by accident, and we're destroying it, and there is no central unifying force that is divine in the universe. And that's what the left has done successfully. It has inculcated kids with the idea that they have no future. And you look at it, and it extends in in all kind of ways. It's that the American dream is over. That's one of the reasons, by the way, that I'm so grateful to Rush Limbaugh and will always be for him sharing the true story of Thanksgiving. And we are going to do that tomorrow. We will also hear from an American caffeinated mom over the weekend, this Thanksgiving weekend. We'll hear from Princess Di. We're going to hear from Todd Benzman with uh, on, with uh, his latest report on what's going on on the borders. So keep it right here all weekend. And by the way, don't forget the uh, Daily BS, our new. We send out twice a day. Let us go to Frank in Baston. Hello, Frank. Welcome to WABC Talk Radio 77. Thank you. Uh, my stomach can't take much more of, the, of this child abuse stuff. Let me switch the subject. Okay. Excuse me. I know you're, I know you're great on old-time uh, record trivia. Ten, the Tennessee Waltz, which was that soft song with, with Patty Page, I'm sure that I heard on the radio Marvin Gaye singing at one time. He beautifully, because it was really a song about how the the person had lo- had lost their partner. Do you have any recollection of the Marvin Gaye song? Of, I will of try to find it. You know, Marvin Marvin has an extensive recording history. Marvin, a lot of people don't know this. When he first began, wanted to emulate Nat King Cole and others. Those were the some of his influences, and he did a number of records for Motown that were not pop records, that were records he did attribute to to a Nat, but he explored all types of music. He was in a, he, I interviewed Valerie Simpson last week, and she talked about 
what an incredible talent Marvin Gaye was. And one of the things that made him so talented was that he had a very eclectic, uh, not knowledge of music. So I will look to see if I can find a recording if he did on the Tennessee Waltz, Frank. Thank you, and happy Thanksgiving to you. Let us go to George in the Bronx. How are you, George? Yes, uh, how are you? I'd like to say that the uh, the situation of uh, Thanksgiving has to be changed to Farmer's Abundance Day because there was a hideous event that happened in Massachusetts that marred the uh, that marred. Uh, George, we're getting lost here, and I'll try to find out what what it is you're talking about, if I can, this hideous event with farmers. I do know one of the things that we're not um, discussing much here is the way that farmers in Europe are being attacked. And they're being told that they have to, some farmers, shut down their farms so that these European countries can meet their global warming quotas, which is completely absurd. And if you saw what happened in Canada this past year, you shouldn't forget that either. How the farmers, the truckers, were basically oppressed by the liberal government up there using COVID as an excuse. So farmers are under a lot of pressure, not just here in the United States, but around the world. Well, my friends, that's it for our Christmas Eve presentation. Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, Christmas Eve. I'm ahead of myself by a month. It's Thanksgiving Eve. Aye, aye, aye. It'll be here before you know it. Black Friday is Friday. And, and Scott, you're going to celebrate what? White Thursday? Yes, I, I find Black Friday racist. So you're celebrating White Thursday. Correct. Okay. Have fun doing that. And spat cock your chicken, your, your turkeys and chickens and stuff. I can't even remember what it's really called now. God bless each and every one of you and protect you and your families. We'll be back tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day. See you then. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network.